What's up, Pats Nation? Pats Tailgate Party Podcast coming back at you. I think we're in episode 12. Andrew, am I right? Yeah. Oh, man, that was lame, man. That, Mike, what are we at? What episode are we in, man? Yeah, it's the Dirty Dozen. You got oh, it. Baby. Number 12. Dirty Dozen. Awesome. Episode 12, week 15 in the NFL. We're back after a week off. Took a bye week with the Pats, and uh, and we're back at you. Michael Lake is here. BSJ Handle. Pat Sox, Celts, Brews. If you haven't gone to Boston Sports Shore to check it out, it is the best Patriots coverage you can get. Greg Bedard puts on a great product over there. So check it out. Absolutely. All of us are members here and uh, we wouldn't, I mean, we'd be fans, but we wouldn't be as knowledgeable if we weren't on that website. So Boston sports journal.com. Let me go around the horn here. we got a new face. Uh, so we'll start with our guest because that's the way we do it here. It's the polite way to do it. Bill Donovan down at the bottom, right? Bill, how are you? Doing good. How you all doing? Uh, my handle on BSJ. My handle on BSJ is Bill D 1954. I don't comment too often, but I read every comment. Trust me. Oh boy. I'm retired. Oh. <laughs> I have time to do it and I do it. Uh, I'm a Patriots follower for all my life. Season ticket holder for 25 years. Gave up my season tickets when they put Patriot place in and I lost a place to park my car. Uh, so. Man, well, <laughs> that'll do it. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. I think Andrew's been on the wait list for 25 years. Is that right, Andrew? Um, 11. 11 years? 11 years for season tickets? Well, we'll just pass it to you anyway. How are you doing today? I'm good, man. Um, uh, it's good to be with you all. Uh, I am Winter Coates. Uh, I don't comment a ton, but when I do, I, I, I you know, I go hard and uh, I don't get a chance to read everything, but I do read a lot. And today, I was inspired by by Mike Davis. I put a little background up Look here. At that. that is Winter Coates, and that is him absolutely demolishing the Buffalo Bills, which Love I think it. feels fitting today as we broke the Bills uh, two weeks ago. Love that. Love that. Great background. That, that, that hopefully we can get in the Jersey debate at some point because that, that right there is fire. All right. Look at that thing. Look at that thing. Mike Davis, how you doing today, man? Boston Garden background. Look at that thing. How are you? Yeah. Uh, I think that's the executive boardroom view. Whoa. And uh, so Mike Davis, Mike from Stoneham, and uh, very excited to talk about the running game in the trenches with the coach. So let's throw it over to him. All right. Coach, how are you? Uh, I'm Doug Lakers. I'm good, Mike. Doug Lakers, D Lakers is my uh, name on DSJ. Uh, I don't comment very often, uh, but I read most of them. Um, I'm excited to talk about the run game and, Upcoming game with the, the Colts. Doesn't comment very often, but loves an exclamation. Loves an exclamation point. Let me tell you right now. Absolutely. I, you don't comment very often. That's what you do. That's it. I also feel like this was very formal, like like speed dating. So like, hi, Michael Lakers, like long walks on the beach. Uh, like, I feel like that's what we just did. Oh, man. Anyway. All right. Let's kick into it. Uh, excited for everybody to be here. We may have uh, Chubb may join us today, too. He's he's running a little bit late, but he said he may come on. So if you see him pop on the screen, that's uh, that's awesome. So. So uh, let's get into the Bills, man. It's been uh, a little bit over a week and uh, Monday night game, ugly weather uh, in uh, Orchard Park. Man, I, Mike, I'm going to pass it to you because I know you're, you you and coach are real fired up about the, the running game. And there was a lot of running game to be had. Three passes thrown total. Pats went 14 to 10. And I just thought it was awesome. So I'm just going to throw that. I just loved it. I loved every second of that freaking game, except 
the coaching staff putting, and I don't even blame Harry. I blame the coaching staff for putting the kill Harry back in the, in to return a punt in that weather. I think, I don't think anybody should have been back there. Frankly, I, I don't know why anybody would try to return a punt in that weather. But anyway, other than that, I mean, it should have been a route. So Mike, I'm going to kick it to you. I know you have a lot of thoughts on it. So take it away, my man. So, uh, so when they raise that, that piece of silver at the end of the year, it's called the Lombardi trophy. Right. And, and those guys won those first championships by executing the run flawlessly. So I I think that Bill Belichick and company took us all back to school a little bit with how to go execute on the flawless, you know, execution, how to, how to execute those blocking, whether it's the edge or, or, or double teaming or just, they were just tougher and, you know, ball security. It was really great to see a lot of the things that they worked to build towards just continue to be execute. And, you know, I, there, there was a lot of commenting, you know, certainly I think the, the, uh, the brothers, uh, Peyton and, and, and Eli were losing their mind about it, but, but what we've heard afterwards is there were a number of times where a pass was called and, and Mac actually audibled back to the run because he saw it was the better play to be playing. And I thought that was interesting that even though they only threw the ball three times that there were probably more called than that and that they still executed because that was the right play to do at the time. Yeah, it is interesting. So it was the big guys in the trenches that got it done and, you know, ball security. Yeah, and I, I, I agree. Anybody else thought, Dad? Well, let me pass to you, Dad, because you coached offensive line for a long time in high school. And I think, Mike, you asked the question earlier. How, like, what is that? I mean, we were texting. Mike said you were in heaven the other night watching that game. Was that true? <laughs> it's fun to watch. I, I, I think when you put a game plan together and it comes – you know, works so well. I think that's awesome uh, that, you know, they had an extra offensive lineman in there a bunch of times. Uh, they used Harry as another tight end. Um, the bills didn't adjust. They did late in the second half when they started sending um, the linebacker Milano, you know, into the gap and, and, and blowing it up in the backfield. But for the most, the better part of the game, they were f- physically manhandled. And I think that was the big, you know, situation. I think Mac bought into the, bought into the game plan. Um, as you said, Mike, you know, he had a couple of pass plays called. He knew what was better. Uh, he was very patient, which I'm not sure a lot of guys in the, a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL would have been. Um, but they, they executed, you know, brilliantly um, and came away with a huge win. Now, had they gotten beaten, I think that would Belichick would have had some uh, explaining to do. I oh, think yeah. at the end, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you know, it came down to the end of the game. They made some. They made a couple of big red zone stops. So, you know, the run game was was fantastic. Um, Belichick knew during the week what the weather was going to be like, and uh, you know, planned accordingly. And you know, it all came, it all came to fruition and, and looked good in the end. Yeah, I agree. I haven't seen Belichick that happy after a game in a long time. I think he really wanted to stick it to McDermott, uh, which don't we all, uh, especially, I mean, what a, that, that cat, man. I mean, get out of here. Oh, don't give Bill another, don't give enough credit. You say, say anything about Brady last week. Don't give Brady all the credit because he threw a 65 yard touchdown to, to beat you and, and, uh, put you down two two games in a row. I don't know. I got dry. He's a, he's a, punk man he drives me crazy andrew your, your thoughts yeah or man, bill either one i was I, I don't have any tape analysis we'll leave that to mike and coach because i know they're the experts on that as a fan from the fan perspective two things this week that made me laugh um 
because uh, it's great to be back in just being like the Bills nightmare. Oh yeah, uh, and Bills fans nightmare. The the uh, two tweets. The first was uh, Will Brinson over at CBS on Sunday during the game said Tracy Wilson just reported that Sean McDermott was struggling with words and real emotional, trying to explain <laughs> what happened to Bills in the first half. Oh, tilt for two weeks. Uh, Will Brinson's words, not mine. But I was oh. like, I laughed because the first quarter of the game, I texted Mike and Dad and said, I think we broke. The oh. um, and you know they'll probably come back and play well a week from now i'll be eating my words but it's hilarious and then the second and i it was a bsj uh, uh member who put it in the chat but somebody said that you know uh in the in the bill belichick and tom brady divorce they split custody of the bills which I thought was- <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's oh funny. i had heard that that's funny that's great yeah, i thought that was good that is epic. So, as a fan, it's good to be back on top. I told you last week or two weeks ago, this game would would on my meter of where my expectations are, where we're at. We're at a nine. Like this right, is man. a Super Bowl contender. They could go out and struggle in the playoffs because the NFL playoffs is a crapshoot. That's right. Regardless of what says, but they're there. I mean, to execute a game plan like that to almost perfection other than the hairy fumble shows that, you know, what I think it tells us and what I'm excited about as a fan is that when Bill Belichick is on and he's got a team who can execute his strategy, they're, they're the hardest team in NFL history to beat. And he's got a team that can do that. Oh, so. man, that's well said. That's well said. And I think you're right. I think you're exactly right. Um, I also enjoyed the, uh, the, the press conference to the end with uh, Hyde and, and Poyer. Like <laughs> fellas, like the you just got run over, and the guy asks you a question, you're going to be all sensitive about it. How about just get better on defense and adjust and just pipe down? I mean, just get out of here, Bill. What do you think, man? So i I believe um, when Andrew was talking about Belichick when he has a strong team, Belichick likes a physical team, both offensive line and defensive line, and when he has that, and he has that this year. Obviously, the changes they made this upcoming year, um, he just likes to control it. And he believes in the trenches, take time off the clock, run the ball, and, you know, the defensive line puts pressure. He did not have that last year. I do believe we have it this year. That's I, I totally agree. I t- and by the way, this is – Andrew, you laugh. I got to share it because it's funny. And it's going to nerd out for a second. So I play a lot of Madden guys, like, like, it, like and I play with the Pats. And Andrew te- I texted Andrew in the game. And I said, you know, Bill's running my Madden game plan right now. Like, I run the ball 98% of the time, bore the other player, play defense. And Andrew, go, what'd you say, Andrew? You were like, I was thinking the exact same thing. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, this is, am I watching the actual Patriots or is this, am I watching Mike play a game of Madden? <laughs> it was beautiful. <laughs> oh, it was I will gorgeous. Say, I will say, look, you know, listening to all the talking heads after that game on Monday, they were talking about how Belichick took the ball out of, you know, Mac Jones's hands and this. I think there was some of that. I think there was some of that. I, I think Belichick knew what was what was going to happen up there in Buffalo with the weather and the, and the craziness. And I think you know he shortened the game and you know played it in 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 by possession. And um, I think I think Mac Jones knew that too. And um, you know I, I'm yeah. sure they had conversation during the week as to what was going to happen. And uh, with the two, three running backs they have in there right now, they're pretty good. I mean, a hundred percent. 
And Andrew loves Stevenson. I mean, he he just thinks oh. he is just you know, and uh, and the Harris thing this week is he's got a hamstring issue. I hope he's healthy. I mean, I hope he's healthy enough to go because that ad, the, the the three of them together make a problem. Well, he practiced. So, he practiced uh, yesterday. Yeah. So yeah, BSJ said they had a hundred hundred percent compliance at practice yesterday, except for Kajusti. Yeah, yeah. See, there you but go. Everybody else was there. I think uh, yeah. Duggar's there. Phillips is there. Um, Harris is there. I think they even uh, uh, Bledsoe. I think is is activated to the fifty three yes. man. Yep. Right? Am I right about that? Right. Yeah. He is. Yep. Um, and then Uche. And Uche's back. Yeah. Uche. Yeah, which, oh, baby. Which is Come really on, important baby. against Come this on. upcoming team. Come on, man. It won an M for an one hundred percent practice report, baby. Fired up, man. Uh, let's see here. So, all right. So I want to switch gears for a second. Unless there's anything else on the Bills, I've asked. I've asked for weeks, but I don't know. It's. I watched it last night. Uh, probably stayed up too late watching it, but now I'm like addicted to it. The man in the arena. Has anybody watched it? Has anybody seen any of the no. episodes? Oh, you got to watch the it. first two was excellent. Wait, all right. So you liked it, Mike? I loved it. All right. I'm, I'm up to date. The one last night, I'm, I won't get, I, I can't spoil it for anybody. I, you guys got to watch it. So we can talk about it. Uh, well, yeah, we, we, that's a, it's a great point. It's a great call. Uh, it's, it's in the past. So last night they talked, they had Bill O'Brien, Giselle, and Wes Welker on, and it was the 2009 to 2011 uh, series. And I got to say, I'm just going to say this. For years, I've, I've said Brady threw the ball too high. Wes has got to catch the ball, man. I'm just going to throw I watched it again over and over last night. It was right in his and, – and by the way, I feel, I feel bad for him because he brought it up last night and said – I, if I, he said I would drop every other pass in, in, that I've ever caught if I could have caught that one. So, I, you yeah. know – that was so, the difference. Yeah, anyway, sorry. <laughs> I mean, well, but, you know, I appreciate Welker taking responsibility. Like, I, and, you know, I mean, all he can do is what he can do. But Brady made a bad throw on that play, too. He's wide open. Yeah, he, threw, yeah, he threw it high. You're right. You're right. Anyway, it's good. So, if you haven't watched Man in the Arena, and I'm not, like, promoting it necessarily, but I am to some degree. Like, you should watch it. Like, it's it's interesting. It's good. Mike, any takeaways from the first two episodes? Anything you, you liked or, you know, I know. Yeah, it, I mean, I. I just love the access, right? I mean, you, you, people are taking the filters off and just telling it like it is. I thought the blood so on was fascinating. Oh. Um, just absolutely riveting. And, and, and the dudes are super bright and that just comes off. Um, and, and, you know, you just get really interesting perspective on that. I thought the second one was outstanding too. So I can't wait to see them. I just, I haven't had time. Work's been a little crazy. No, you're good. Just when you watch episode four, by the way, just make sure you're not in a cold, dark room alone. Uh, cause it might put you there. It's the 07 series. Uh, and it's all, <laughs> it is just, oof, it's brutal. By the way, that 07 team, just while we're talking from, I, you know, I turned into a four-year-old we won't go there because Andrew has stories, but on that night, but I didn't, I don't, I, you know, I go back and watch that game. I don't think I realized just how physical that giants team was. Holy smokes. Like literally like they were better. And I, I mean, I, I mean, they were nine and seven and kind of lucky to be there, but they feel, they feel like the only, that team that year, they were like the only team that wasn't afraid of the Pats. Like, Andrew, I mean, we saw that late in the season when they played them, they certainly gave them all they could handle. I think they beat them, but, but that was certainly not a no brainer. Well, the crazy thing is they said, if you watch the, cause they on that episode, they have Strahan. He's on that episode. Um, him, Randy, Randy Moss and, and Brady. And they say that they didn't even have a game plan in that week. They just went in and were like, we're just going to hit them in the mouth. And then they actually had a game plan in the, uh, in the Super Bowl. Andrew, you look like you're like, God, nonsense. <laughs> what? Well, I, mean, I, I don't know. I just, um, 
I mean, I, I'll be honest. I've never watched, I've never rewatched that video. Every once in a while I'll see clips or I'll like, I'll, I'll record it on my DVR to be like, Oh, I should go back and watch that. Um, I think my two, I mean, I've never been so shocked with the result in my life. And, and like still to this day, I'm like, how in the heck did we lose that game? Like, and even if the giants were physical and their defensive line, had a great game. We still should have won that game. Like, they just got out patriated though, right? They yeah, were just the tougher team that night. Yeah. I think that's they why absolutely were. But that's why I think it bothers me so much. Is that it'd been one thing if like, you know, we just had a I, I mean, I guess the helmet catch. Well, I three things. Oh, the helmet catch. I mean, that first of the all, game. Asante Samuel catches that interception that goes right through his hands. Game's over. So catch the ball. Still. There's one before that, though. Harrison dropped an, a pick, I think, before yeah, that, too, yeah. right? So that stands out. The helmet catch, obviously. I mean, it's just like, oh, my gosh. how the world- Again, though, you, you make your breaks, right? I mean, if you're playing physical and you're playing the right way, good things happen. I and I think you're going to see that on Saturday night, by the way. I think the team that's more physical and more disciplined is going to make their breaks. Mike, hold on a second. We got to stay in the muck for a second in the, in the depression. Hold on. <laughs> a minute. Well, you know, we have limited time I know we're going to get there. Sorry. We're going to get there. Sorry, gonna get there. So I make sure other than the fact it's, it's the most, I just still to this day get irritated with how we played that game. Uh, the one other memory I have uh, that I have rewatched the replay of is, and people don't talk about it because the helmet catch and all that, but Brady almost hit Moss. I mean, the, sure the, oh, yeah. this close to being the greatest play in NFL history. I mean, 80, honestly, 80 yards away in the oh. air. And by the way, <laughs> that's what bothers me the most about it. To be honest, I love Randy Moss. Like Randy Moss is one of my favorite all-time players. Play favorite. out and catch it. <laughs> and the fact he didn't get a Super Bowl ring drives oh, me. Oh, me too. By the way, so all the stuff you're talking about, they talk, they literally, all those plays you're talking about, they bring up in the episode. Man, nice. Randy talks about the catch, all that stuff. So you got to watch it, as depressing as it is. Uh, okay. So watch it if you haven't watched it. Now we'll move on to the Colts. Uh, unless uh, any any other things before we get to the Colts. So you guys want to jump into the Colts? Uh, I want to get right to it. All right, baby. Hey, Coach. One quick thing we, I feel like we have to do to keep okay. the tradition going with, with whatever episode it is, we've been saying he's the greatest Patriot all time of that number. I think today it's pretty clear. Oh, there it is. So number 12, we can just move on. Yeah. Uh, 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 talk about the Colts. No yeah. I was trying to make a joke there on any other, like number 12 from like 1962 or something like that, but I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it. So couldn't find it. Anyway. So, so coach, everybody, all the talking heads out there are saying that the Indianapolis Colts have one of the best offensive lines in football. So bring your 40 plus years of experience and help people understand why. What makes them a good NFL offensive line? Well, the they're all they're healthy together, which is a big, which is huge, and and they've played together for quite a while. The biggest thing is that they're so physical. I mean, if you watch any of the highlights, and I I brought up Nelson before. I mean, he he just you know road grades people, and and they 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 play as a group, and. Um, they don't need much of a seam for Taylor to get into a seam. And, and He's good. I think he leads the league in, in length of runs. I mean, yeah, I think he does over 50 or whatever it is, but um, he's a physical back too. So, you know, add that. And it's just like Stevenson and Harris, add that to a, a really strong physical group up front and, and you got a problem. And I, I you know, I, I think the Patriots can handle that. Um, I mean, if we go back two weeks to the Titans thing, I hope that doesn't show its ugly head again. Um, 
Uh, I think they handle Taylor. I think that's what Belichick takes away this week is the run game, puts the For ball sure. in um, uh, Wentz's hands, and, and he has a tendency. He's got three more yards passing in the playoffs than Mac Jones does. So maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe that's something Belichick knows. Um, I think that I think, uh, but to answer your question, coach, they're healthy. They play, they've played together and, and they're physical. And I think that's the biggest, you know, I don't think their schemes fantastic. They run a lot of zone. Um, they give him a lot of room to, 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 to cut and to find an opening. And, uh, he, he stays with it. I mean, and once he gets in the gap, once he gets in that gap or that scene, you know, like I said before, he's a problem. Yeah. And he's fast. And he's fast and and, and their tight ends really good. Like you said, Mike, he's a great blocker. Um, and, and, you know, they, they can scheme the run very well. So, so I, I heard oh, somebody ahead, ask Mike. Lawrence guy why they thought, why he thought Clinton Nelson was so good. And he said, the dude's relentless. He's like, he was, he, he remembered a game in their rookie year where the, I forget who he was playing against him. The guy was down on his knees. He's like, normally when you get the guy off his feet, he gives up. He's like, he was on his knees, but he was holding his block and he still continued to block. And he's like, he's just relentless. He just continues to execute and execute and execute. Well, I thought that well, was a really interesting insight from, from guy. Cause it's just like, it's, it's effort, right? It's, it's crazy. Just keep doing it. Yeah. Guy may be that guy on his knees. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the other day they showed a clip of Nelson just absolutely pancaking somebody. And then he just reaches down and helps them up at the end of the play. So oh, um, that's awesome. That's awesome. They're physical. The Patriots offensive line is physical as we saw the other night in Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Bills take away the run game too and put the ball in Mac's hands. Like Mike said yesterday in the text, I, I we'll see. So I've, I mean, I, I have two things, two things. One, I want Cam to beat Buffalo and make it 0 3. I would love that to happen. Sorry. That would just be the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> that would be for him to beat him, right? It would just no be a, it, I, it's not going to happen. He probably Hammer won't even the Bills. hammer the Bills on Sunday. I don't even know what the line is. <laughs> he probably won't. He probably won't even play the, he probably won't finish the first quarter. He's been benched in the last two games. But anyway, it would be a pipe dream. Second of all, I think you guys make great points. I like him. I'm probably like too confident that the Pats are going to win this game. And the thing that keeps bringing me back to earth and frankly what i'm having nightmares about is frank Wright. that's what i'm having nightmares about because all i can see in my mind is nick Foles standing back eating a chicken sandwich in the super bowl just picking that sorry friggin defense apart well different defense but frank Wright just he's good he's he's a good coach man and 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 especially in the offensive side of the ball carson wentz is a bum I love you, Dad. Bringing the high, the uh, the elevated stats—that's classic. I don't worry about Carson Wentz. I think you make Carson Wentz beat you, and and that's a problem for Indianapolis. But I worry. But Frank Reich's going to put him in good positions. We lost to Nick Foles with him as the offensive coordinator. That's what fr- frightens me at night. I don't think that defense that day, even though it was a Super Bowl, was anywhere shell of this defense. No, I know. Uh, I get. I get it. I get it. But and I. I, I mean, you know, the other thing about Taylor that worries me a little bit is that he's a good receiver as well. Yeah. Oh, so, he's, all, he's, he's a great player. So I think, you know, but I think, I think I have more confidence in Mac Jones than I do Carson Wentz. Now that could, that could be changed, you know, Saturday <laughs> quickly, night, but, quickly. but, uh, you know, I, I, I think, 
I was surprised. I'll put my money on Belichick before I'll put it on Reich. Although you're right, Mike, Reich is a good coach. I just, uh, by the way, I was shocked to see, and then we got to get Andrew and, and Bill in here. I was shocked to see Wentz's stats this year. And I know their stats, and I know they play in the AFC South. He's got almost 3,000 yards, 22 touchdowns, and five interceptions. Like, it's a pretty good year. I, I was shocked when I looked at it. But, Andrew, Bill, what are your thoughts on the game? Yeah, Bill, go ahead, man. Uh, no, I'm going to default. Because I don't, I don't like Wentz. I've never liked him even when he was Philly. But he has great stats this year, and I do think Belichick's going to put the ball in his hands. Agreed. And um, let him, let him, let it go where, where it may. That's right. Yeah, I'd agree. But I am nervous about this game. This is the game I'm the most nervous about so far this year. Yeah. I was at the Brady game and wasn't nervous about that game. I really thought they're going to pull it out. Oh, they did. Me too. <laughs> Hopefully, we will get a rematch in February, Bill. Oh yeah. Oh boy. I mean, I, I, oh, boy. Uh, yeah, that, my head will explode. The, uh, I, I, if I, that happens, can you imagine the hype in this country? Oh, it would just be I, two weeks. I wouldn't be able to turn anything on, man. I literally, I actually, let me back up. Let me be honest. Let's be honest. I wouldn't be able to turn anything off. <laughs> I'd just right. be watching yeah, everything. Like getting some work. Though, oh man. Uh, those two weeks. I, yeah, I want that matchup so bad. Uh, I can't even begin to tell you the, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm weirdly confident on Saturday night. I, um, I think, I mean, I think Colts are a good team. I, I think they similarly kind of execute what they want to do. I don't think it's, I don't think they're going to like vomit all over themselves like other teams we've played at the same time. Um, you know, there's two things that give me confidence in this game. I mean, the first is I actually like Matt coming out of a game where he only threw the ball three times with the Colts focused on stopping the run. I think he's going to, you know, indoors, right? We've talked mm -hmm. about Max cold weather game. I still think he maybe has some trouble in the cold gripping the ball. His accuracy is off. Dome sets up really well for him. Second thing is you better believe that one William Belichick has been waiting for an opportunity to get back to Frank Reich on that Super Bowl game plan, how embarrassed he was with his defense oh. and all the crap he had to hear about benching Malcolm Butler. You better, you better believe that Belichick's got a little something up his sleeve uh, and a defensive wrinkle that none of us are smart enough to figure out, to be honest. Um, uh, and Andrew, let's not forget that, uh, the Colts have been absolutely trashing Josh McDaniels to anybody who will listen. Um, oh, that's true. Yeah. I forgot this about is, that. Privately and everything this is between. one of those. This you don't think those Josh where... is uh, a little motivated to put, to stick it to them too. Yeah, man. I just, I, and I, you know, it is, I, I, I always talk, talk to dad and Mike about this, uh, Mike and, and Bill to loop you in. Um, I think momentum, uh, revenge, all that stuff is overrated in the NFL. These guys know that if they're not head on a swivel, focus every play, like they literally could end their career. Ex their execution, play. execution guy, right? But I do think sometimes heightened focus leads to a better right. game plan, a better execution. And to your point, Josh McDaniels has been focused. And by the way, he's had 13 days to focus. Bill Belichick has been focused with 13 days to focus. You better believe Mac Jones is reading all the things people say about how could you only trust your quarterback to throw a ball three times? These guys, I mean, I hope they're not too, I hope they don't go off Sean McDermott on me and get too, nah. too amped up. Nah. Uh, but their focus is going to be in the right place. And I actually think they do everything the Colts do, the Patriots do a little bit better. So I, I think we should be favored in that game. I'm kind of surprised we're not. I have a lot of confidence. I think we'll be hey, fine. So I just heard Rob Ninkovich and Ninkovich is predicting a Patriots blowout. Yes. Yeah, so, his, really? his argument is that pretty simply, 
that they're a finesse team and that they don't handle getting punched in the mouth very well. And he thinks the Patriots are going to come in and just punch them in the mouth. That's interesting. Play tough on both sides uh, of the I, ball. That's interesting. I would, I would, I would disagree from an offensive standpoint. I, I think their offensive line is very physical. I, I don't know defensively. I haven't followed them very much defensively, but I, I think that the, the Patriots defense will definitely be physical. And, and I think like Andrew said, they they'll have a wrinkle or two to, to, to kind of change the uh, landscape of the game. Um, I think this game is more important to the, in the standings and so forth to the Colts than it is the Patriots. So you know, I mean, the Colts may come in with a little extra giddy up. I don't know. Um, yeah, see, that's where I don't, I don't buy any of that narrative though, because well, I do, know, but in the all matter to every team wanting to make the playoffs, and yet some teams don't make the playoffs. The the thing I'll tell you that I I, I agree with Ninkovich. This is kind of why I have confidence, and I think the thing he might be pointing to, um, I do think the offensive line is physical. We can agree on that. Is that Carson Wentz has been a front runner his whole career? Anytime yeah. that cat has adversity, he folds like a cheap suit. I mean, this was the whole thing with Jalen Hurts, and he didn't want to have to beat him out for the job. And he went to his room and he pouted. The the minute Belichick spins the dial on him and they get in his head, he he sure. is he will fall apart. Like and, and historically, when he makes a mistake, it usually yeah, it's because he's psychologically sticks. weak, man. He's weak, right? So yeah, we'll if see. you guys get a chance, go back and look at the film of the the Bucks game they just played a few weeks ago. The Bucks took away the run and said, "Go ahead, Carson, beat us." And and that didn't go so well for well, you. So I could see. Uh, let's let's kick it around the horn here with predictions and stuff because I know we got to get out of here. But I uh, I I can I think you I think you sold me, Andrew and and Stinko. I think you sold me on what's going to happen. I, couldn't you just see them lining up in five wide and going hurry up the entire game, like not but maybe running the ball three times, like like just taking the game plan and shoving it right back in their face and saying, "You want to make us one dimensional? We'll go one dimensional." And Mac runs like the Alabama offense or something. Couldn't you see like roll tide, baby? <laughs> That's what I said on Monday night. I was so fired up. Couldn't you just see that happening? I mean, am I crazy? Couldn't they just line up and just five wide, dink and dunk? Five Five yards, and then throw it deep a couple times, and I would just love that as a fan. By the I way, I don't think it'll be five wides. I think you you have to count on Johnny Smith and, and Hunter. Henry oh no, I think they put them out. Guys. I think they put them out. I, they they still go five wide, nobody in the backfield. I know that's a pipe dream, and then you have those two guys in there. By the way, I can't stop. Look, is that Zoe back there behind you, Andrew? I, you're blocking Ben Coates. Is that Zoe back there? Is that Brock Heward? Who is that? No, or Damon Heward? I think it's. I think it's. Is it John Freeze? I don't know who is nineteen. Nineteen, isn't it? Well, yeah. I kept thinking it was Damon Heward, but oh, that's look, that's too too. You, that's, you guys keep doing the predictions. Dad's got to get to his Bloody Marys and mimosas. Oh, so. got to have some know. French toast, brioche, brioche buns down there, brioche buns. All right, let's uh, let's kick it around. Let's predict the game, uh, and then we'll get out of here. It was I had fun today. Uh, all right, so. Bill, how about you, man? We'll start with you. Right. We'll go, you go first. Go first. So I'm very nervous about this game, just to let you know. I think it's a high-pressure game. Um, I don't know how Jones is going to handle it, but I'm predicting Patriots by three. All right. Pats by three. I like it. All right. We'll pass. Yeah, there you go. I like it. Pats by three. We'll, uh, oh, but I should have given the line, by the way. Sorry about that, Bill. So we got uh, it's, Indy's favored by two and a half. Uh, the total is 45 and a half. So Indy favored by two and a half. I think that line moved back in Indy's favor, which is kind of weird. A little line movement there. I think it was two last I looked. But uh, two and a half, 
technically that means the Pats are favored by one because it's an away game. You get three points right. for home. Uh, or sorry, uh, yeah, three uh, points right. for home. So they're kind of favored by half. But uh, all right, Dad, we'll pass to you. What do you think? I think the Patriots win by 10, uh, 27-17. All right, 27-17. That's under. And uh, win by 10. I like it. Mike Davis? I definitely think it's under. I think these are two teams that like to turn the ball over on on, on their opponents, especially those punch outs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch for some turnovers in the red zone on both sides. And I think that's going to turn into, you know, more grind and less scoring. So I, I think the Patriots are going to find a way to win this game. I won't be surprised if they lose, by the way. I think, Bill, you're right. I think that, you know, that home turf is going to make a difference. But yeah. I think the Patriots are going to win, and I think they're going to win this in a close one. All right. Very good. 20, 21, 17, 21, 20, maybe. Oh, man, really close. Andrew, is that Scott Seculis back there? No, I just figured out who it is. That's why I laughed. It's Tom Tupa, baby. Oh, man. Tupa. Oh, yeah. Tupa. I was going to say, is that Tupa? <laughs> the Tupa back there. I love that. Tom Tupa. <laughs> Super Bowl contestant, nineteen. Can you imagine if that dude was playing today? <laughs> we get Tom Tupa on the on the uh, podcast. Can we, oh. can somebody track down Tom. Yeah, somebody gets uh, or Scott Seculis. I'm good either way. Any any of these guys. Uh, <laughs> uh, new segment. Uh, yeah, Dad, you keep scooping me with my scores, so I'm gonna change it a little bit just so we're not boring. <laughs> I was thinking 27 to 20. Um, you know, I'll go uh, Patriots uh, 30 to 17. There you go. Ooh, 30-17. You went over. Well, That's over. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with you. I'm going to go with you. I'm, I, you, you know, I'm easily swayed. So I'm going to go, uh, you got you and you and Stinko did it to me. I think they're going to, I think they're going to blow them out. I'm going to go, I'm going to go 42 to 10. That's what I'm going to go. Ooh. Absolute butt whooping 42 to 10. Hopefully I'm right. And it's uh, we're having fun and rolling tide in the, in the fourth quarter with Mac throwing it all over the place. So I could be crazy, but that's just going to be different. 42 to 10 is where I'm going to go with. So uh, I do think there's good value on the Pats money line, at least according to everybody on this show, because we all just picked them. It'll be interesting to see, to uh, see what Bedard picks as we get into the uh, later into the week. So again, just a couple notes, go to bostonsportsjournal.com. If you've not gone already, uh, Greg Bedard puts on a great product bostonsportsjournal.com also we want more people to join the party bill thanks for being on today bill found us thanks for joining in bill bill found us on boston sports journal and uh back next week all right man love that and uh bill found us and also if you want to join the party we we this zoom room can have as many people as as we want right so send me an email pat's tailgate party at gmail.com pat's tailgate party at gmail.com any final thoughts guys before we get out of here I mean, my la- I, I told you last week we'd see where we're at. I'm all on board. I just say enjoy the ride, man. Enjoy the ride. What a, what yeah. a, what a quick I, rebound. I, I, I think this game's going to be decided on the edges this week. Ah. I think on both sides of the ball, watch the edges. All right. Very good. Yes. And uh, watch this team go to the Super Bowl. Just watch. It's going to be amazing. All right, guys. Hey, episode 12 in the all books. Right, thank you. Have fun. Hey, enjoy Saturday you, night. Yep. We'll see you next week. Go Pats. Take care. Take care. Take care.